Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And this is episode 262 of the show. This is actually a conversation about culture and how to build culture, why to build culture, what's the point of building culture, things of this nature. And this is actually a pretty wide-ranging conversation that I'm excited for you to get kind of a little preview on because this is actually what I will be training a lot of at Fraser Brooks's Success Summit. And if you don't already have a ticket, check it out online. You can tag Fraser when you tag me in your Instagram stories and let him know that we are, we're going to come through. The Lehigh's going to come through at the Success Summit. I think tickets are wildly inexpensive and that excites me because I want to make sure we get as many people as possible trained and coached by one of the best, which of course, um, I'm not speaking about myself right now. I'm speaking about my dear friend, Fraser Brooks. So he asked me to train on culture. We're going to throw down on culture. And in this episode, it's only about 20 minutes long, but it's super, super powerful. And I think really dynamic. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, as always, if you do get value out of this, I just ask that you please subscribe to the show, leave a review if you so feel inclined and share with your friends. That means a lot to me, especially on days when you get bashed on TikTok. So at any rate, today's reviewer of the show is Gaines iTunes, amazing, inspiring boss lady, five stars. What an amazing lady in her powerful words rock. I love listening endlessly in my business and I truly feel as if she's a friend and leader, not a boss at all. She's helpful to all and never says from questions. Oh, shies from questions or help. Keep rocking, girl, and you are power. Love you guys and appreciate you guys. This is a really great conversation. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you start instilling more culture into your business as well. Lead, baby, lead. Enjoy episode 262 of the show. And I just needed to know more about you. Um, So I started just binging your podcast and fell in love with you. Um, And so today I really wanted to talk about culture and the way that you have built a culture in your business. Um, It's one of the things, it is probably one of the biggest things that drew me to you. Yeah. um, And made me want to be a part of like the things that you're doing. Um, I just wanted to like, not even like be on the team. I just wanted to like be on your team. (laughs) I just need to be, find out more about you and just see what you're doing. And so I want to talk, I just want to ask questions about the way that you, um, the way you do culture. Um, and so my first question is really just like when you started building this specific team, um, was it really intentional? Did you have like a very specific vision in mind or was it kind of like an organic evolution that just sort of took on a life of its own? Yeah. I mean, I think it's both. So that's a really good question. Uh, you know, I knew we wanted to have a culture that was very come as you are. We've been saying that for three years. We've always been saying, you know, only, uh, you know, only the best get crowned and et cetera. Um, we, but we wanted a very, we wanted a culture where everybody could actually come and win. And I think that it sounds really good and people say that all the time, but they don't actually mean what they say. I don't know if that actually makes sense or if it resonates with anybody, but especially now in the political climate, you know, I guess this happens every four years, but maybe I'm more on social media now than I've ever been. You know, you see big leaders who say that everybody's welcome and it's just so not true. So we've really had that as an ongoing theme for a long time. And, you know, I knew that when it came to culture, people needed something to kind of build around you know, they needed something to latch onto. You know, I don't ever call it Jesse Lee's empire. It's the empire. There's a lot of ownership over what everybody's doing. And I think that that is so important, empowering, and, and extremely fundamental to creating a culture that you want. So, um, you know, we've got obviously have the logo, which I love because then we can also throw up gang signs, which I also love. <laughs> 
Um, but I had trouble nailing those. Yeah. Well, once you do, once you learn it, it's very easy. Once you learn it, it's easy. But, um, you know, we just, I knew I wanted something where people could actually call it home. And there's a lot of times and a lot of places and a lot of businesses where that's just not the reality. People might say that they might, they might whatever, but then their, their actions show something completely different. And so, yeah, in a, in a sense, I knew where I wanted it to go. I don't know that I ever knew it was going to be, um, this, this kind of draw, if you will, like you knew you wanted to be part of this before you were ever part of it because you wanted to be part of an inside culture. You wanted to be part of something that's bigger. And I would argue that everybody wants to be part of something that's bigger than themselves. So yes, the evolution continues as in, you know, we didn't always have swag. We didn't always have, um, you know, uh, yeah, swag. We didn't always have events. We didn't always have little slogans. We didn't always have a lot of things, but there always has been the empire. And I intentionally chose the empire as the name because I think everybody wants to be royalty. So here we are. That's good. That's good. That's good. And so, so that leads me to um, kind of another question around, because I know you've been in previous businesses before. Um, so I'm curious to know what the difference is between like how, how this intentional culture has affected your business versus in the past, maybe if it wasn't as intentional. Well, okay. So this is a quote that I think everybody should write down if they're writing anything down. And that is that culture is happening, whether you are determining what it's going to be or if somebody else is. So what is the intentionality around what you're building? What are you trying to align people around? You know, I don't want to use the word regulate, but are you regulating your culture? Because not everybody belongs in your culture. And it took time for me to say no to people. Like there was a long time where I was like, oh, I don't want to say no to these people who potentially want to change their life, you know? And then you realize like, they're yucky. They make me feel gross. They're not aligned with me. <laughs> You're giggling because you know it's true. Um, but they're not aligned with me on a moral or cultural or ethical um, um, value. And so I think that organizations that are purposeful about culture, they outperform everybody because everybody knows what they're going to get. When you meet me, you know who you're going to get, what you're going to get. And, and it's interesting because I remember when you met me, I could see you were kind of like tiptoeing around gently, like wondering if the shoe was going to drop, not in a bad way. I don't mean it in a bad way, but like, is the shoe going to drop? You were right. Like, is she going to end up being somebody different than what I'm pretty sure she is? Is she going to all of a sudden, you know, Jekyll and Hyde me. And I think she's this heart centered culture driven, you know, um, empathic leader. And then all of a sudden you show up in her house and then, you know, I'm a big bully or I'm, I'm ostracizing people or I'm, you know, the dictatorly, I'm not bossly or I, I am too much bossly. You know, it's like too much, boss. too much bossly. Right. And so, um, understanding that who's meant to be with you will find their way in business with you and that cultural cult, culture doesn't happen by accident. Right. Um, and then if you let something happen by accident, your culture will absolutely ripple apart. It will, it will, tether, it will, it will feather right at the bottoms. It'll do that little like feathering thing. And then from the bottom up, you will erode. And so I always had that, um, that sort of sense of mind, if you will, that if I'm not protecting what we've built, it can all go away. And so people talk about that, you know, um, you know, Oh, you could lose it all in a day. I think you can, if you're not intentionally 
guarding what you've created. But if you are guarding it and you are intentional and aligned with what you're doing and the values and the core beliefs of who you are and what your organization stands for, you know, it's kind of like that saying, if you don't stand, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. Um, and I think so like, you know, I made some pretty political, bold statements many, many times this year and I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for it, you know, uh, that, because that's, that's what we, what I believe in. And I think that's what our culture believes in. So. Right. That's really good. So, so that leads me to another question then. So what happens, what, (laughs) what happens when, um, you encounter someone who has like the kind of like the energy suck, the energy suck. Like vampires, like energy vampires. So this is why I remain hydrated. So like, ooh, I, I gotta go. It's a joke, but I've been saying it a lot lately because it's not really a joke. Uh, I drink over a gallon of water a day. And part of the reason is I can escape conversations very easily. Because uh, I'm a bit of a pushover. It is true, yeah. I'm a bit of a pushover by nature. I want everybody to be happy and loved and cared for, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, whatever. Um, but inside of all of that, I have, I have this need to stay away from that which hurts my spirit. And you know that feeling, right? You know that feeling intuitively when you're like, oh, why? okay, here, here, here. For those of you who are like, no, I'm not woo-woo, like put it in the chat if you're like, like put like a question mark if you're a little confused. I'm going to explain. I'm going to go, I'm going to go put, put in the chat. You're going to put your question mark. Okay. So like, have you ever walked into somebody's house or have you ever been around somebody at an event and they start to talk to you and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I'm so tired. That was fake. Why am I so tired? Like, oh my God, why am I, where is my energy? What is going, that someone around you is sucking your actual soul. On the flip side, yes, on the flip side, feel it. Like when you feel it, when you're around somebody who's high vibe, high energy, you're like, oh my God, I just want to be around that. And I don't mean like high energy, like super spunky, super outgoing, super extroverted. You've been in my home. I am not an extrovert. You can vouch for me now. You She's were like, you were just like passed out next to your dog. I like came over and like tap, tap. Hey. <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I'm just, I'm actually a calm energy. And then I have my moments where I'm like, woohoo. but my energy is very like my, my soul is very high vibe. You can call it or whatever. But when you feel that, just get away from it. Get away from it. You don't need to spend time with people who are bringing you down. You know, it's, it's really important to protect your peace, as Trent Shelton would say, but also guard your mindset. Because if you're around people who are constantly telling you you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not fast enough, you're going to fail at that, that's a scam. That won't work. You don't know how to do network marketing. You don't know how to do marketing online. You don't know how to do social media. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You start to believe it. And so more yeah. people, more often than not, need to shut off the noise. Shut it off. Like, it's not even true. It's not true. That's totally what it's, my therapist said today. She was just oh. like, nobody else's opinion matters. Like, it's just you. Yes. I, and I, I truly believe that. It is just you. So, but, so when you feel it and when your intuition is screaming at you to get away from those demon humans, you know what I mean? Um, get away from those demon humans. You all, everyone knows what that feels like. So, um, and yeah. just people who make you feel yeah. yucky. People who make you feel yucky, just beep, beep, back it up like a dump truck. Take out the trash. Get out of the situation. <laughs> uh, bye-bye. Well, I love how you connect. I love how you connect, like, culture 
to boundaries? Because I feel like you're somebody who like, especially with when you think about like social media and things like that, like you're someone that is very kind and very generous and you have boundaries. Yeah. And our friend Jen, your friend Jen, who I adore and has just adopted me, she's, you guys just astound me with your ability to execute boundaries in such a gracious way. Like it just blows my mind. And so talk to me a little bit about that, um, specifically related to social media. Oh, specifically because related to social so, media. Because you're so everywhere. Yeah. Um, a couple of things, you know, um, I mean, there's a lot you, you, we could, there's a different, a million different ways to could take this, but first of all, knows a complete sentence. So, um, and you're allowed to say no, like when you don't feel like doing something, you can say no. And it's interesting. You mentioned Jen, because, um, on Saturday night we went out dancing. We were out till three in the morning, way too late for this little old hen. And, oh, uh, so bad. So all Sunday I'm like, man, I am in a haze. Like, what do I need? Ugh. Like, this is me all day. Ugh. Like my brain wouldn't turn on. Right. I was just too tired. Cause I still woke up early. Right. Still got my day done on Sunday. And she had asked, Hey, at six o'clock, do you want to go out and have sushi? And it wasn't for me. It was for somebody else's birthday. And I literally said, I'm going to bed. And it wasn't, I'm so sorry. I'm sleepy. It was no, no, I don't want to. You know, if you don't want to do something, don't do something, you know, because otherwise the real, your real values are going to come out in the long run. Anyway, you might as well show people who you really are. And that does come down to culture. Who are you? Who, who are you? And can you show more people who you are instead of trying to be some kind of fake person to try to make everybody else happy instead of yourself. But on social media, like it, we were, I was talking to Sydney about this, like 10 minutes, she's across the table from me. Um, like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Sean is here too. Um, <laughs> But, you know, like 20, 30 minutes ago, and she's like, man, I'm try- I'm almost trying to bait these MLM people because these people are so rude. Uh, and like, you know, and I'm like, I love it because I will turn into mama bear protector. You've crossed a boundary. You're hurting my babies. And at the same time, you know, our, our culture is so all inclusive. We've said since day one, you sell one box, we're going to celebrate. You sell a million boxes, we're going to celebrate. Everywhere in between. We yes, we do. You add somebody to a group, we're going to celebrate the culture of love, everything, everything, everything. Everything. And so when these, I don't even know what the word is for these people, aside from like actual imbeciles who need to pick up, you know, they've been reading too many encyclopedias because they're living way in the history. Okay. Like my goodness, like my history professor would be so proud of them. Like, I mean, (laughs) they've been studying or something. I don't know, but I, you're, you're crossing a boundary when you start to try to protect people. And, and what I mean by that is this profession saved my life. I'm going to be loud about it. This profession gave me a way out of poverty. I'm going to be loud about it. This profession, this, this profession saved me from a lot of situations that involve generations and generations and generations of family curses. I'm going to be loud about it. And you can't talk to me about a freaking pyramid when I, do I look Egyptian to you? Did I climb to the top of the pyramid three times? Like, no. Okay. I'm not. That's an old objection. It's a terrible objection. So I'm ready to fight about it. Like, but I love it because I'm not actually mad about it. And so this goes back to the conversation to protect your peace where none of these people bother me. I'm baiting them. 
They don't understand how social media works. They don't understand the more that they complain about what I do, the more the algorithm gives me people who need to know about what I do that allows me to change more people's lives, right? But I don't have time for the toxic people. I don't have time for the negative people. I don't have, like, and along those lines, I don't actually consume social media. This might be also what you're kind of alluding to. This might sound strange, but I don't scroll ever, ever. Never. So, I am a content creator. So when you go liking, it's very intentional. Correct. I, I never scroll. I go to your page. I never scroll. So that allows me to protect, again, my energy and set a boundary of how many hours are you trying to spend on social media? I'm trying to spend like a lot of hours a day on social media, but I want it to be because you're watching basically the big sister show, you know, like big brother, but big sister, you know, like it's basically like, well, there really are video cameras all around my house, right? You, I, I want to show you who I actually am because in a, in a time in an age where people are so fake and they're so, um, like you and I have talked about this. You're like, I could never join that girl's team. It doesn't matter who, but you're like, I've seen behind the scenes. She's not who she says she is. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about, but I'm going to show everybody who I am. Nobody's going to question who their leader is. Nobody's going to question my intentions. Nobody's going to question the culture of the leader is top down through the empire. Nobody is going to question anything because they're going to watch it like a television show. Right. So, um, but, but that is a boundary. There is a boundary of how many hours I'm going to spend, um, you know, actually commenting and responding back and stuff like that. Everything is intentionality. And I think that that, that allows me to really find my people, which is really important to me. I don't know if that answered the question at all. I don't know where you were trying to go with it, but hopefully yeah, that it was totally does. something. It totally does. I just, I, and, and that intentionality shows in your, um, in your monsterness. <laughs> Well, it's funny. I remember it because it was, I remember when he said that, I know you were there at GoPro. He was like, I happened to be up front cause I was super VIP and he's like, who in the room's making at least $2 million a year. And I was like, and he's like, so she's got problems too. Like what did he say? See, she's a monster. And he's like, now she can start having problems. Cause once you start making millions of dollars a year, whatever he said. Yeah, it was something like that. It was funny, though. It was yeah. great. She, her, she's a monster. Whoa, hey. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. So so here's another question then, um, just on a really practical note. And this goes for people that are in social selling or network marketing or entrepreneurs or e-com or whatever business you, you're doing. Um, what What could you give which you throw out as like three really strong culture building tips and i know that could literally be like an hour training but if you could just kind of like i don't know just riff on that for a second what are three culture culture building action tips that you could that somebody could just take and be like all right i'm starting somewhere because so sometimes the hardest part is just like the getting started so maybe the you know, first thing I would say is really sit there and determine what you want to be known for. Define what you want your values to look like. What do you want your company to be like? What do you want your team to be like? Look at what your culture is now and find out where your changes need to go. Um, something we're actually working on right now on the team is an actual like core values. This is what we stand for. Um, sheet, because I think it's really important. You know, I, I know 
what we, I know what I care about. I know what I stand for. It should be something that's in front of our face every single day. And I really got that from when I was with that billionaire two weeks ago. He said every single day they actually email out just a reminder of one of the core values of the company. And I thought, gosh, that's, that's so, so strong. Um, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I do too. Um, the next thing is you've, you've got to protect it. So, you know, people get really hot and bothered when, well, they don't really anymore because we've made it such a culture non-shock anymore. But like, if you take somebody's customer, if you even follow up with somebody's lead, (laughs) we block you. I remember the onboarding. It was like, it was like you went mama bear like that, like Joe play with me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and like, here's the thing. Accidents happen. If you can prove the car facts that it wasn't done with intentionality, that you were still abiding by culture of the team, by all means. But it's my job to protect people. It's my job to protect your business, to protect Margot's business, to protect Christy, Amy, anyone's business that's watching. And so if you're going to, again, not stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. You'll fall for every excuse. You know, anytime I've made an exception, it's been at the detriment. There was this one girl who like claims she's still building the business who she literally begged me to let this girl stay in the group. It was a total accident. She didn't mean to blah, blah, blah. Left her. I was like, all right, look, I trust you. You're okay. I trust you. I'll let her stay. Let her stay. Talk about a month ago, not even a month ago. She leaves. She goes to a whole new company because she didn't like her leader. Ha ha. How funny is that? Not me. I'm like, isn't that the great irony behind this kind of stuff? You make one exception. You got to keep rules. They can't, there can't be exceptions to the rules or the culture will fade. Okay. Um, I would say invest time in building that brand would be a culture builder. So whether it's a little bit of money here and there on logo design, like we have really cool swag, you know, now I spend a lot of money on swag for our team, but like you can start small. You can do little stuff before we ever had money, before we ever had swag, we had a logo, you know, that I think I got paid for on, on Fiverr, you know, like nothing, nothing fancy, nothing exciting, nothing, whatever. Um, you know, I, I stole the, I really stole this actually. This is, um, Zeta Tau Alpha. If anybody's in, um, a sorority, they, they're little, they go like this. The girls literally throw their crowns up and say the best get crowned. It's a college sorority i was like they throw gang signs up i want to throw up gang signs so i stole it right i'm like i'm stealing it but anyway so anyone's eta like that was that's that's me if you're zeta uh whoopsies but i was investing time in that right i was investing time in that and i was investing energy in that and i was investing um you know and then now it's 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 monetary now we have tons of swag that goes around the world um, I love it. The Germans are getting all their swag right now, which is super cool. Um, that was so fun packing it all up. And man, those, just taking pictures of your beautiful home with like mounds, like as high as people was, that was incredible. That was cool, right? And then the last <laughs> thing I'll just say is, um, since you said three things, constantly reinforce. So when you find someone following the core values of the brand, of the team, of the company, Use them as shining pillars and examples. You know, something I think we should actually do, like now that I'm saying it, it's like coming out of my mouth. Like we should highlight somebody every week who's been like an example, an exemplary. Um, like once we come up with the here's our values. Huh? What'd you say? I said employee of the week. But not employee. But yeah, I mean, just saying like, 
because I don't own anybody or anything like that, but just showing people, hey, this is what we stand for. This person is, an, is, an, is a perfect example of what we stand for on this team. And so those would be my, my tips in there. Awesome. And you do such a good job of like constantly finding ways to, um, to recognize people and just like encourage, encourage any effort that they put forth, like whatever that looks like, even if it's like you said, like you said, even just like a tiny, tiny win, um, the appreciation level is just incredible. Yeah. Thank you. I really do have to pee though. This is not an excuse. I swear. <laughs> well, it's time anyway. I know. But thank you so much for just letting me pick your brain and ask me all the questions and stuff. Of course.